0: This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast in which we have the exact same objective as the Marvel Extended Cinematic Universe. We're going to have a Stanley cameo up in all of this shit. I'm Yvette, your co host, and here is my lovely co host, Alice Vaughn. Alice. How are you doing? Are you are you stimulated and titillated by all this hype for the new Avengers movie? Not really, because, okay, and I'm going to get so much flack and hate mail for this. Oh, but- no, do not send her hate mail for this do not.
1: I mean, you can. I'm horrific when it comes to watching superhero movies, but right now I'm kind of exhausted. I just spent the last two hours debating shrimp. And I want to be clear to our audience, this is not an innuendo. I did not spend the last two hours peeling condoms off people at Coachella at an orgy. That's not what happened. I was just devading shrimp. It took me two hours. It is way too long. I cannot do this again. I'm no longer eating shrimp.
0: You were doing what? I'm confused as to what happened here? Debating shrimp? I keep hearing debating shrimp. Or... Not debating shrimp.
2: Arguing I... with prawns.
0: I know I'm hearing something wrong here. Well, you've
2: been arguing with prawns.
0: <laughs> this happens, you know, hey, happens to the best of us sometimes. Normally there are hallucinogenic drugs involved. I was deveining shrimp. Devaning. okay. Devating. Uh... <laughs> v as in Victor, not B as in... Deveining. Jesus Whew. Christ! Is my accent that bad? See, one little change in in uh, in letter can can really make someone sound much less sane than they are. Whew.
2: funny. I, I feel. Oh, so I haven't been introduced yet, have I? Sorry.
0: Don't worry. It's okay. It's fine. We're having an MFF today. We brought a stunt dick into the equation for our our little show. As opposed to a normal dick?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I shaved my head accordingly.
0: This one does bells and whistles. This one tells jokes. Hot dog. He's also Australian, as you might be able to tell from his accent. We saw him perform when Alice was out here visiting, and he is hysterical and self-deprecating like us, so we think we will get along for this podcast. Welcome, Brendan Burns. Brendan, thank you for hanging out with us.
2: I'm already relieved in the preamble of the stuff you said before we recorded. Because I thought, like, <laughs> oh, no, are these one of Emery's creepy sex friends?
1: I mean, we <laughs> are. We are creepy and we are sex friends. But No, like- but you're
2: not. You're, like, you're looking at uh, the porn objectively and going, yeah, yeah. I don't think. You- are they going to be okay? Like, there's still humanity in you. I was worried it was going to be a blanket. All porn is awesome, man. Fucking it's freedom of expression, man. It's like, no, some of them kill themselves. You know, in Amsterdam, it's a slave trade. No, let's not fucking, you know, but I'm glad that it's your viewpoint is right-sized. It's critical thinking.
0: I'm not sure if you have us read entirely correctly, but like the way we look at each of these porns is how can we poke some humor out of it? What's the bad cinematography in it? I know I screwed the accent up on that somewhere. What can we find out of it that's real? And what can we get from talking to people in the industry? So, you know, we don't want to paint it with too much of rose-colored glasses, but we also want to dispel myths.
1: Now that said, I mean, I'd like to compare us to the MST3K of porn, so someone would mm-hmm. say, but actually, I had a bit of contention with your act where I think you said you were visiting Amsterdam and you said you were in the red light district and some of those people were involved in the slave trade. And I mean, we've interviewed on the show people who are legal sex workers. Yeah. And the fact is that a lot of these people do go into it willingly. Unfortunately, um, the less humanitarian stuff is a lot more underground and not really yeah. regulated by governments. So I have to say that you're kind of That's wrong. That's what I'm saying. Well, okay. So as long as we agree on that point, because no, no, no. maybe I misunderstood. No, you've,
2: you've misrepresented what I've said. I'm saying that there's a blanket attitude. That's why I'm relieved. There's oh, okay. not a bl- I'm no fucking prude. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. I'm a comic that lives on the road that identifies as monogamous. Without porn, I lose my fucking mind. I am saying that if you go to Amsterdam, but that I didn't get to finish the bit because you two were too busy arguing and interrupting. Oh,
0: God. We're assholes. I'm sorry. Yeah. We were the worst audience members ever.
2: You probably shouldn't argue this corner. You fucked up. You didn't get to hear the bit because you interrupted it.
0: Oh. Oops.
1: How about you tell us the bit then?
2: So I love that you come in going, uh, you're kind of wrong. No, you don't even fucking know. Oh. <laughs> the bit was... There are things that we tolerate gender-wise that if it was race, we'd be fucking horrified. And the joke goes, and the reason I couldn't finish the joke was because it relied upon the audience member that I was doing the bit at doing anything, absolutely anything but what you did. (laughs) It's the first time it's ever happened. And When my mate Jimmy Vallely goes, I've never seen a comic throw a tantrum (laughs) refusing to to finish a bit. And I was like, no, I've just been doing this for 30 years and the callback in this bit now won't work. Because she reacted the only way that it couldn't have worked. Which thing was the reaction? So it was while I was in the middle of that bit and you were arguing.
0: So for our
1: audience, actually, who's not familiar with the bit, would you be okay telling us a bit?
2: I can't do the whole bit because I'm doing it for the last time. But the premise is there are things that we tolerate gender-wise that if it was race, we'd be boycotting countries. I plant that seed. And then I talk about the red light district, and then I talk about the young girls that you see there stuck in a glass box, kind of reduced to a pair of holes. And I'm now of an age where I can't tell the difference between a 14-year-old and a 24-year-old. So they all look like fucking babies to me. And then you just do a lick of research and you discover that a lot of them are kidnapped from Latvia and Lithuania and the Baltic, plied full of drugs and stuck in a glass box. Right, and then I then go into a segue about porn which is very graphic about women doing the tease that I know is directed at me and I do that normally at a, the youngest woman in the front row and I get very, very graphic, blah, 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 get in their face <laughs> and then I go back to the Amsterdam bit and I go, and when I was in Amsterdam with the black American comic, uh, black American comics always want me to, they always say like, take me to where the hoes are and I'm like, you know, it's a slave trade. And they're like, yeah, we'll just go do it in the day. I want to just see like the uh, past their prime ones, the really tragic. And I then said, What if I said to you that there was a place in the corner of what we consider to be a liberal progressive city in 2019 where they kidnapped black people, stuck them in cages, and made them make monkey faces? And then the whole crowd always without fail goes, Oh, they don't even know what to do with the analogy. And I go, That's right, you're fucking horrified. You're horrified and yet only three minutes earlier you all pissed yourselves laughing at me shoving my fucking mimed clam in the face of a girl that I'm pretty sure I'm old enough to be her uncle but I couldn't do any of that (sighs) miming bit because you'd already visually signalled to me that you weren't going to be grossed out (sighs) by me sticking a Venus flytrap in your face between my legs.
1: Yeah, sorry. What can I say? At the end of the day, I've just – I don't want to say I've seen so much dick I'm desensitized, but – I mean, you're never
0: completely desensitized to dick, but you've seen one. You were always fascinated by the next one. Yeah. That's
2: where you fucked up. I remember now exactly. It was the first example. And I went, do you ever rev yourself up in the mirror by getting your tit out and licking it? And you went, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, then the next five minutes is fucked.
0: Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> you had the wrong two people in the front row.
2: By the way, do you honestly do that when you're jerking off? You get your tit out uh, in the mirror and lick it like you're suckling a pig.
0: There is a thing called mutual masturbation that one can do when they are in a long-term relationship or a short-term relationship or a one-night stand. Who knows? But indeed, that is a thing that one does. And sometimes they do a weird old thing with their boob where they lick it.
1: The audience is fully aware, aware that I am like a wall. I, I, There is no way. Physics won't allow me to lick my own tits. So, yeah.
2: Gravity
0: and a long tongue have helped me in this pursuit.
1: I do not have Gene Simmons' tongue. But that's what
2: I mean. But you do, do you ever do that for your own entertainment?
1: I mean, if I could, I'd be
0: very impressed. Sometimes just because I can.
2: Fair enough. So the funny thing is, that's why I wasn't even angry. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's that bit fucked then. So when you were going, no, do the bit, do the bit. You now see, when I've laid it all out, I couldn't because the parallels weren't there.
0: It's a really good bit, though. It is. Thank We're you. just assholes. I mean, you did have the riff about, you know, when men are mad and they're doing music, they're just, oh, my dick going into Like, women don't have the angry uh, bands like that. I'm like, well, well women- there's no
2: Metallica for women. Although I do think, actually, a lot of female comics are kind of the Metallica for women. Now,
0: yeah, I mean, when women form bands, it's just Lilith Affair and singing about flowers.
1: I feel like now the female bands are also podcasts, so I guess we're doing that. So that's true. Are we the female Metallica? We're
0: the new punk, only minus the.
1: Oh, I want to be the new insane clown posse. I'd say minus the talent. Oh, I want face paint. I want to bring face paint into this. You play bass, right? No, <laughs> I thought you guitar. I
2: see a lot of rage coming out in women's uh, female comics. It's fucking awesome. Mm. It's weird as well. Like comics in general were supposed to be underdogs and outsiders and root for underdogs and outsiders. And then you see some blokes' reactions to just, uh, I mean, there's just such well-constructed bits. And even like, look, again, I'm no PC douchebag. bag. I'm no shrinking fucking violet. There's just a couple of things you start to, if you look looking you notice, for instance, on a bill, this is the thing I only found out. By the way, haven't found any of this out because I'm a good bloke. It's all just fucking <laughs> By accident, of just trying to pursue some objectivity to try and be happier as a human being. But just little things I noticed, like uh, on what is predominantly all-male bills, they don't adjust the sound for when the women go up, and they have higher voices than us.
1: Huh. Is that something they do between other comics?
2: That affects female comics. It makes their voices sound uh, high-pitched and shrill. Huh. If it's set to the same as the bass of a guy. You go to the comic store, it's really noticeable. It makes everything they're saying sound like a complaint.
0: I mean, that might be like, I work as a public speaker and that might be why I have a bit of an advantage as a woman. I have a fairly low voice and it's very breathy. That is not typical for women. A lot of women have a much higher, slightly more nasal voice that's higher up on the palate. And I mean, especially if women have any bit of vocal fry, it shows up a lot more when your voice is a uh, higher pitch. So yeah, very easy for women to sound different if you don't tune the mics right.
2: That's why the throaty, breathy voice is so high. Highly valued in broadcasting, in women.
0: And in 900 numbers.
2: You could just fucking turn the treble down.
0: Yeah, basically. I
1: mean, can any of us blame Elizabeth Holmes for lowering her voice?
0: We can blame her for really fucking up healthcare, but not for the voice lowering. No. Multiple things, yeah, but voice-lowering, not so much.
2: Can I plead filthy foreigner and ask who Elizabeth Holmes is?
0: She was the CEO of Theranos who told people she was going to, you know, change all of blood testing and medical science with a drop of blood. You could do all of it.
2: Oh, the yeah. the HBO documentary lady. Oh,
0: yeah. And, I mean, I followed that story. The sociopath. Yeah, I followed that story like crazy because I was amazed when the company first came out and I wasn't, you know, that deep into scientific journalism at the time. And watching it unravel, like – it shows me what happens with pretty much every con is that in order for the con to be a con, so many things would have had to have been lies that it's such a, like when you see how many things they got away with lying about, you're like, how did they get away with it for so long? And it's just, it's, presenting such a compelling story that you don't ask questions.
2: Or they could have called it what you can get away with if you use codependency correctly. Cheers. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> as opposed to my childhood. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear, daddy. It's funny that you do hear like uh, it's all the old white gray head yeah. guys of like, oh, there's something special about this girl. She's really clever. She's recognized something special in me.
0: She knows how to lie to me <laughs> so that my penis feels good about it. I should give her money. I mean, that's why I only date men twice my age. Is it really? Why? That's why it's so believable, at least. As you and your man have aged, though, you're no longer half his age. So, I mean, do you have to get an older one now? Do you get a side bitch? Like, how's that work?
2: Ah, uh, what's the age difference?
0: He just turned 39. We have a 10 year
1: age gap.
2: That's perfect. Thank you. My wife and I are nine. You need not. You... Otherwise, there's too many problems. There's too many cultural references you don't get with one another. There's too many new words, but it's the nine-year gap is perfect, I think.
1: Half your age plus seven.
2: Absolutely. And what are you, in your 30s?
1: Ooh, I'm a child, 29.
2: 29. So then when you go through your 30s, he's going to be cool and mellow. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. You know how, like, in your 30s, you start to do the, like, Who am I? What am I doing? Fuck! Yeah,
0: she's watching me go through that right now. I'm I'm going to be her, don't worry. You saw your first deep wrinkle show up. It's okay. I'll bring you to the skin clinic. They'll inject paralytic bacterial neurotoxin into your forehead, and you'll feel 29 again. It'll be fine, dear. She's got me to walk her through it.
1: Fuck me. Um, well, I it's... keep trying. So, we reviewed a porn this week, and God, I feel so many feelings, and none of them are good. So, no. Yvette, Brendan, we reviewed
0: the Avengers Triple X. Yeah, there were Where do problems. we start? Uh, the sex, the bad scripting, the bad acting, the not doing all the things you're supposed to do with the parody, and the fact that Scarlet Witch did not look a fucking thing like Scarlet Witch down to the costume. I'm very mad whoa, whoa, about Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. No, she looked way more like the original Scarlet Witch from the comic books. That's how she dressed. That she had the big pink fucking horns and everything. and He is right. Leaf. I'll
1: give Brendan that. I will give you this. To but- be honest,
2: Scarlet Witch looked a lot more like Mrs. Cunningham from Happy Days, a young Mrs. Cunningham. <laughs>
0: Scarlet Witch in the movies is the Olsen triplet. She is a sibling to Mary-Kate and Elizabeth
1: Elizabeth Olsen. Yep.
2: Yeah, I don't get them. Which is which?
1: Oh, this is the one who doesn't look like she's going to either predict the time of your death or know how you're going to die. Or
2: eat your soul. She's
1: the one who has a semblance (laughs) of normality.
2: I love that you went with funny rather than explaining to me who it was. Which is the full house kids?
0: Mary-Kate and Ashley. Are
2: they real? Uh, No, wait, are they real? Are they Olsens? Yes,
0: they're Olsens. And there's really only one of them moving back and forth very quickly. This is John Oliver's theory, and I like that theory.
1: For those of you who, like myself, are not familiar with the Avengers universe, okay, so first off, I want to be clear that I tried watching the regular Avengers, and I got through an hour of it. I watched an hour of the regular Avengers the before first I one? committed- Yes, the first one, the 2012 version before I committed oh. to the porn. And then I decided, hey, let me watch the porn, see how much I need to get back to watching The Avengers so I can understand the context. And I was so angry. It's got
2: nothing
0: to do with it. Yeah, it's bad.
2: It made an entirely new movie, but did it say parody? Did it say parody? It did, didn't it?
0: It said parody. And I mean, yes.
2: They made it just a whole new movie, which I kind of liked. Did you? Did I? I'm a bloke with a dick in his hand I'm a lot easier to please
0: <laughs> This is a theme amidst the male guests on our show Somebody always mentions a dick being out I think we're just too used to watching porn
2: I fucked up, I said a bloke with a dick in his hand I'm a lot easier to please <laughs> I should have said a bloke with his dick
1: I'm not saying you had your dick in your hand You could have had multiple dicks You could have had someone else's dick in your hands You could have had guest dick There could have been
0: extracurricular dick
2: I know you're not saying that I'm saying I said that
0: <laughs> I trust your ability to get extracurricular dick when you want it
2: fuck yeah actually you know what back in the day when I was a pretty young man my then girlfriend who was like six two six five in heels we used to go out to gay clubs because it was the only time I wouldn't have to be fucking fighting blokes off her but I'd had bright green hair weird like uh, gold lame trousers and gay blokes used to always come up and go like first of all they'd ask her was she post-op and then they'd say your boyfriend is gorgeous well As a gay man, he's stunning. As a straight man, he's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Whereas now I look like every old guy ever.
0: I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I'm just saying.
2: I look better now than I did five years ago, sure.
0: Was five years ago bad times?
2: Uh, Yeah, I was kind of depressed, a bit fat, grew balding hair, didn't shave my beard, wore nothing but wrestling shirts. Now I'm working out, got contact lenses, bit of grooming.
0: I'm glad you transitioned off of the wrestling
2: shirts.
0: (laughs) Not the best look a guy can have, but you know, that's just our opinion. We don't know what everyone's kink is. I mean, it's the modern day equivalent of an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Exactly.
2: Oh, the pro wrestling shirt. You think?
0: I would say Ed Hardy was more offensive though.
2: Yeah. I think it was because for so many years I'd hidden my fandom of pro wrestling. Then when I finally came out, I maybe came out too much.
0: Oh, dear.
1: I mean, you're allowed to be a fan of pro wrestling. I have no problem with that. I'm just saying that that is a look of if you wear a pro wrestling T-shirt, this is the modern day Ed Hardy.
0: Great birth
2: control. I think that's a pretty decent analogy. I think you're probably spot on. So then I let my wife dress me a bit, did a bit of working out. I was a four, now maybe a six when I put some effort in.
0: You have a kind of Jason statham me look to you.
2: I'll take it. Better than fucking the dean from Community. (laughs) someone said I look like the dean from Community, and I was like, fuck that. I'm going to the gym.
0: You do not look like the dean from Community.
2: I did, apparently.
0: Now you look like Jason Statham, and we're going with it. Yes.
2: Fuck yeah. That's why I said fuck yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends.
0: <laughs> Tell your friends about this monogamous and hilarious comedian. Tell
2: your friends, ask her to find a gap and treat herself. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> so we reviewed a point.
1: Yes, so the plot was simple enough. Nick Fury, who was played by Lexington Steele, gathers together a selection of Earth's mightiest heroes to try and capture the Hulk. You know, stop him from destroying Las Vegas. But that's pretty much it. We don't really get anything else.
0: There was no finale with all of them fucking as well. or Have we missed something? I was expecting, like, some sort of just, you know, the Avengers... Like, there's this wonderful scene in the first Avengers movie where they've all, like, Avengers have assembled and they're all looking in a circle out at the monsters they're facing together. I'm like... Why are they not having a gangbang version of this? That didn't happen. I am mad about it. Thank you. I've watched these movies so many times.
2: I'll be honest. I held off. I held off for that thing.
0: Right? I did too. I was waiting for multiple dicks and multiple holes somehow, and it never happened. There were not enough fluids flying. And you would think
1: with a runtime of an hour 45 minutes, they would not only insert more plot, but they would actually deliver with a gangbang. Oh, yeah.
2: So there's a two-disc set. So the second disc, I even had to message you guys, and you were like, there's a second disc? (laughs) So obviously, all of our hopes were primed, and it's just... The plot without the fucking, and then the deleted scene. But did you watch the deleted scene?
0: No, I missed it. I didn't have time. Drop the deleted scene on us. What did I miss?
2: They recast Thor. Thor. Because the recast scene, the actors, I think what happened was it's just them cracking up the entire time but the woman's dressed like uh, Spider-Woman from the 60s, like there's the 60s Spider-Woman and it's a different Thor and it's that cunt with the fucking big nose and the massive fucking hog. But they obviously worked out rather early that they can't have Lycra on Lycra and the guy's cock can't be too big because they're just falling The entire time she can't get any traction. It's like them jiggling on a fucking wobbly (laughs) stool. It's hilarious. And the thing is, to your point earlier on, Alice, as well, of like, yeah, I for one like to watch. That's why I made the point as well of it's a slave trade. I'm not prudish. That's why I pay for my porn because I want to see people enjoying themselves.
0: Exactly. Which is why we applauded you when you said that in your act.
2: It's already a guilty fucking pleasure, but porn's a good thing. It keeps me... On the straight and narrow, on the road. It's sex with someone you love. Yes, which I kind of prefer now because I fucked everything under the sun in the 90s and I wasn't very happy. <sighs> I'm now of an age where I find the prospect of licking out a stranger in a hotel room fucking disgusting. Just, so why I'm so relieved you don't want to Emery's creepy sex people, mates, because it's like, hey, while you're away, we fucked on your couch. What, you want to fucking sneeze on my birthday cake too, you cunt? Like, fuck, fuck.
0: <laughs> Excuse you, but we have seen women farting on sheet cakes We've seen some shit, man Exactly We've seen a cream of wheat box getting a blowjob Some things have happened
2: I've got sex worker friends, but when I saw them cracking up laughing While she's trying to jump on a giant dick Nothing makes me happier Nothing makes me sadder than hearing China, painted green Make, Ah, uh, I kill myself in three years' noises
1: Maybe we need to start from the very beginning and then let's walk through what happened because there's not much plot.
0: There isn't such a linear plot, but it's kind of there. So, you know, it starts off their opening scene, middle of a desert man lying in tattered pants in the sand. It's Bruce Banner, by the way. It is the Hulk, of course, in Banner form. And I'm like, wow, they really pushed themselves and driving all the way out to Joshua Tree for a picture. Great budget on this one.
2: Wait, I thought that was Iron Man at the very beginning. No, no,
0: no, no, no. That was definitely... Uh, because there is... If you remember from the first Avengers movie at one point when the Hulk takes that big plummet from the spaceship, from the little uh, container that was originally designed for Loki, he crashes and he eventually wakes up tattered pants, or actually no pants on the ground. And
2: Well, to be really nerdy, actually what they did in this uh, Avengers XXX porn parody is they squashed nine films in. You think? That desert scene Hulk is from Ang Lee's, the first Hulk with Eric Banner. And then the Iron Man out in the desert is a little bit of a blend of the first Iron Man. There's a little bit of everything. And they've taken shots from even the post-credit scene Iron Man 2. Where they find Thor's hammer in the desert.
1: So, to clarify, as someone who has never watched any of the Avengers films except like the first hour of the first one, and has not watched
0: other ones.
2: By that you mean the MCU films?
0: How many films is it now? Like seven, there's like twenty plus. Is it seventeen at this point? Seventeen or eighteen? Like it's it's a lot.
2: Just of the MCU ones, which is just the Avengers assembling. But it's fascinating that if you watch all of them, that it's it's weird that. Television borrowed from movies in terms of storytelling and that they started to do a narrative arc over a series. And now Kevin Feige is the first guy to have figured out, wait a minute, why don't we take the television model and have a narrative arc over 20 films, Yep. Mm. which is why everything goes through him. And sometimes when they bring in like big directors and writers and they want to do things in particular films and they have to run it by him first and he goes – sorry, you can't do that because that's coming up in Black Panther in five years' time or something. Wow. So it's weird that the world that he's got floating around in his head, that's a very smart guy. But if you don't watch all of them, it doesn't make quite as much sense. But some of them stand alone, okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. There are
2: a few you can miss. I grew up with this world. I'm of that era. For me, it's really fascinating because for years they tried to do Fantastic Four and the whole and Spider-Man, but they didn't have the technology. And it just looked awful. And they weren't able to depict the superpowers that these characters that I loved and grew up with actually had. Like they just had the Incredible Hulk be Lou Ferrigno, which was just a particularly strong man. True. Very <laughs> and true. the 16, 12 to fucking 16-year-old pedant in me is going, he can lift a fucking mountain. <laughs> <sighs> He's not just a bloke that can fucking bench a bit. Fuck off. So... I'm thrilled that this has come to life and I understand (laughs) why other people aren't.
1: So post this clip of the Hulk hangover, we have a handful of news clips that bring us up to date where the Hulk, you know, I think he fought the abomination in the middle of Las Vegas. Shit got smashed. Who's the abomination? Why don't we see him? I am not familiar with. Brendan,
0: enlighten me.
2: This porno was so directed at me. It was. <laughs> I know so much about. I'm so
0: sorry. This is why we need you here. I'm curious if the abomination was a comic book reference or if it's just a thing they used as a place filler.
2: Wow, they really did presume a lot, didn't they? But I guess they do. Yeah. In order to watch an Avengers porn, you have to really, really like the Avengers, don't you? <laughs>
1: I guess, but even then, so there were-
0: There was
2: a lot of presumed knowledge. This is great watching this through your eyes.
0: Here's the thing. Even if they had stuff from like deep in the comic books, I have contention with the acting, especially from Thor. I'm very upset
2: with Thor. Which Thor? Deleted scene Thor? Deleted fucking big dick wobbly fucking wobbly Spider-Woman Thor? Or uh, She-Hulk Thor? Young, smaller dick.
1: She-Hulk Thor, because we didn't watch the deleted scenes.
0: But I'm going to go with uh, Thor at the end that gives his... HALT! If we are to be comrades, then we must be friends. All of us bickering is beneath warriors of our statute. That's so not Thor. <laughs> it is a subtle miss. And the acting was not on tone for Thor. I, I had I had issues with it.
2: Okay, again... Thor is a Norse god. I'm aware. It was kind of wise to get like Chris Hemsworth in because in the later books, because Thor was fucking lame. And it was just a. It's funny how so many Marvel MCU fans are also atheists. So they object to Thor on a fucking moral level. Like, I've spoken to guys and they go like, "Just Thor's just one step too far for me. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? What? They're all mythical beings.
1: You could suspend disbelief for everything else but this one.
0: Yeah, you know that there's a radioactive guy who was bitten by a spider who slings webs across New York City. That's not too much space wizards in Thank you. war Thank for you. Star
2: Wars. But Thor's just one step too far.
0: See, my
1: biggest contention is with the gamma ray thing with Hulk. It's like, that. that'll give you a sunburn.
2: And also to appease that oh-so-pedantic fan base... They've changed Thor now and Asgardians into uh, just their high-tech aliens.
0: High-tech
2: aliens. Whereas originally he was a Norse god and then they, be- they, then I think it was in the 90s, 80s, late 80s or 90s, Thor became this kind of point break, that's what the point break reference was, surfer dude, kind of climate change hippie bloke. This is in the comic books. God, oh, no, I'm being like the worst cunt ever watching Game of Thrones. Oh, you got to stop me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're going to stop you. Just a quick counterpoint. I was watching the Avengers, the last one, Avengers Infinity Wars this morning, and he's still referred to as a god. And I mean, I'm also... I'm an atheist. I take no issue with Thor being a god in a fictional movie about people who can smash robot spaceship aliens. So we have Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Scarlet Witch. Did we have a spider woman, supposedly? I thought so at first. I think someone said spider woman and then I did not see any fucking... There's with two
2: a... different spider women as well in the deleted scenes. Yeah. It's black and white spider woman. You'd be forgiven for confusing her with Black Widow.
1: Okay, yeah. So we had Black Widow as well as uh, Nick Fury. So they happened to assemble... Was it
2: Phoenix Marie that was Spider-Woman?
1: Uh, Let me check.
2: I'm a big fan of hers.
1: No, I don't see... I mean, I know Brooklyn Lee was
0: Black Widow. And she was the one in the first scene with Hawkeye, right?
1: Yes. And we're going to get to that. Hold on. So how can we summarize this point before we get into the first sex scene?
2: Well, I love the thing that they do sometimes in porn when they have someone play someone from another parody. They're just like, well, he has a face. That'll do. (laughs) So they go like, he's got a face. Jeremy Renner has a face. Yeah, he'll be Hawkeye. We can pretend that he's
0: Hawkeye.
1: I have to say, though, that... Nick Fury, played by Lex Steele, was actually a really good Nick Fury. I mean, for what little I saw.
2: Yeah. And the Iron Man, the Robert Downey Jr., was flawless.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty
2: good. Can I ask you then... When you heard the Robert Downey Jr. impression and the effects at the beginning, did you have high hopes for this movie at the beginning? Oh, absolutely. Of like, holy shit. I
0: had higher hopes at first and then everything else let me down. So
1: we had Lex Steele getting everyone together and then, you know, having Dale DeBone, and that is the actor's name, Dale DeBone, you know, not boning anyone for the rest of the film. That was such a disappointment because what ends up happening is we have, you know, the scene where... They go out into the desert. So here's my f- biggest issue. You see the Hulk sitting on a rock, basically in his thoughts. He's not hulking out. He's just sitting there.
0: He's just chilling.
1: That's not Hulkish.
0: He's just Bruce Bannering. Why
1: is he green? No, he's not Bruce Bannering. He's the Hulk.
0: He's green. Maybe he's just letting himself be angry. Everyone's got to let themselves.
1: In his thoughts? He's angry at his thoughts? Uh,
2: Hulk hate hot weather. <laughs>
1: Hulk is having an existential crisis. Hulk dislikes
0: Aaron. <laughs> now, do we take canon as just being the comics or the movies? So if we're taking canon as being the movies, Bruce Banners' secret to not letting the Hulk out uh, is that he's always angry and he's learned how to control the anger. So maybe right now he's like, I'm in the desert. I'm fucking hungry. I'm fucking tired. I want some water. I'm just going to be the Hulk right now because I'm craggy. So maybe that's why.
1: And we have DeBone, who flies in as Iron Man, who flies over and shoots him, which we see a little bit of CGI, so props to Axel Braun on the green screen.
0: Good job, guys. But,
1: I mean, after that, you have, I guess, Hulk punches him. And then, so here's my next issue. So he punches Iron Man. You see Iron Man then in the desert, who... He's clearly like damaged, knocked out, etc. Yep. Uh, and you have this random uh, pedestrian who drives up in a truck, pulls over, and then your Tony Stark character basically says to this random fucking pedestrian to call the Avengers, How the fuck is he gonna know how to call them? How?
0: How? You know, it's a thing that people have in Porn World. They just all have fucking, you know, Natasha Romanov and Thor on speed dial. Like, isn't that something you got? Like, when you started podcasting, like, that's the power we all get for having a podcast.
2: Alice's acting then was nearly kind of pornish. Like, (laughs) I don't know if this goes out as a video or this is just for us or not.
0: No, it's, we don't, we don't release video. People don't see my hair this messy. It's not allowed.
2: She just looked and sounded exactly like the crescendo of every porn scene when the, the woman gets upset. I'm just, how? How? <laughs> just like right smack bang center frame. How
0: could you possibly have been blowing your your stepmom while I was sitting across from you at the table? You're just going to have to start eating me along with her. That's basically every incest. Yeah,
2: exactly. Keep
0: doing it to me now and harder. Like, That's about a third of porn on the internet now.
2: It was the level yes, it's true. It was the level of anger usually expressed (laughs) just before choking on a cock. (laughs) Oh my God. How? What's going on here? How? How? (laughs) Oh my
0: god.
1: (laughs) What can I say? I learned I learned social skills from sitcoms. I learned anger management from porn.
2: Could have been the
0: other way around.
2: Well, quick, let's hide under the lampshade. The vicar is coming. (laughs)
0: I have a few issues with the Romanov and Hawkeye scenes. First, I have issues with her suit, and this is not her fault. This is not well-fitted latex. Okay, so let's clarify. This is the first sex scene.
2: That's funny. Yeah, and
0: I mean, it's not a good sex scene. It's not a bad... Like, it's never bad. It's just... In the defense of a scene, like, she looks like she's having a fucking blast. Like, there are times when you look at sex and go, and this is going to come up later in this episode, and go, I can't tell if this person's actually enjoying themselves or not. And she looked like she was having a fucking ball on Hawkeye's dick. So good for everyone involved in this.
2: And that's always hot, rather than, again, not to be the prude in the room, but I can't jerk off to a young girl's mistake. I just can't. I'm fucking someone's dad. No,
0: I
1: get it. If if they're dead in the eyes or look like a deer in the headlights, it's-
2: And the- I think if you,
0: there are types of that porn where it's, you can tell it's something the person wants. There's a view of actual, like we've all said, it really depends on how the person looks while they're going through it.
2: Yeah. And also it's, I suppose, an industry where they all kind of know each other, they interact. And so it did look like the entire cast was having a blast pretending they were making a movie.
1: At the end of the day, there aren't a lot of these jobs in L.A. I mean, people think that, you know, oh, there's so much porn to do. But honestly, there are a lot lot of them are competing for the same roles. So you have to be happy with a cock in your mouth in order to do this. You can't just, you know, walk on in and be like, oh, man, this is going to suck. It's like, no, you have to enjoy sucking or else this isn't going to be good for the camera and you're not going to get a paycheck.
2: It's going to be a long day. If you don't like
0: sex and you specifically don't like doing it with people watching and saying, hey, could you move a little to the left? We can't see that part of your labia well enough uh, from the third camera. Like that shit's going to happen on set from what I've heard. Uh, You got to get comfortable with it.
2: Well, see, in that respect, I recommend like if you're like me, a bloke that wants like a relatively... (laughs) 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 guilt-free, fucking tug your prick till it's shit session. Go and watch the deleted scenes first in the making of and everyone involved in this is having a fucking blast. Oh, yeah. Except China. But we'll get to that in a second.
0: Oh, we'll uh, get there. We'll get to that in a moment. But it's like, and I mean, that's part of the reason why we love this is we keep hearing from the people in the industry. They're having a good time.
1: I mean, I get frequently sometimes texts from Tommy Pistol where he'll text me like off a shoot. It's like, oh, well, you know, they're taking some stills right now. Or like, I got a photo of him. Oh, of him. he was Bob Ross. Line.
0: What? Yeah. Please tell me he's painting with his dick.
2: Bob who? Bob Bob Ross, Ross? the happy
0: little trees guy. The painting of happy Happy little Little Trees. trees. Bob Ross. Was Bob Ross not a thing in Australia? No. Or UK? Come on.
2: No. Is he like your Rolf Harris?
1: Who's Rolf Harris?
2: Rolf Harris, convicted pedophile, drew pictures.
1: Oh God, no! No, definitely not. Yeah, but his
2: show was—he his catchphrase was "Can you tell what it is yet?" And he'd make paintings like live on air. He was a children's TV host.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Bob Ross—he hosted a show on PBS, and like in like a half an hour to an hour, he would have a painting done. And he was—he sold these little painting kits. And that's the Rolf Harris. It was ASMR before ASMR was the thing. It was just so soothing.
2: Uh, when was it? What era?
0: PBS, late eighties into the nineties, I would say. Like, I grew up with that.
2: Yeah, he stole it from Rolf Harris. Rolf Harris was the 70s. No,
0: he actually had a very... I read the story on him. He started doing it because he wanted to sell these painting kits of his. So it's a very... It's a strange story. Rolf Harris!
2: Rolf Harris. Oh, it's Rolf Harris. Trust me. Almost everything in America was done in the UK first, and I don't have a dog in this fight.
0: Oh my God. I have to look this up now. I love finding little things like this out, but yeah, he was. people loved him just because it was so soothing to watch. So one thing I have to say, uh, so getting back to the point. Oh yeah, Avengers. Yeah. Fuck,
2: I'm the worst.
1: I'm
0: the worst. It's okay. This is going to be like the seven hour podcast in which we talk about, if we're going to solve- The problem's in Syria, and we're going to tell people why we think the Hulk was not totally correct.
2: I'm so sorry. I'm going to go and take my ADHD meds.
0: So the zippers, you know, I am such a bad porn cast historian
1: for not looking into this. Is there an AVN for best costume design? I need to figure this out because I've never seen more deliberately placed zippers in my
0: life. Yeah, there were some zippers at Opportune um, Holes. So to speak, uh, it was... And I mean, here's the thing. That was well... They had to have done that in order to keep the the illusion of the costume. Another thing that could have been done that I contend is they could have just made them crotchless. Is there an award for it? I don't know. And... You know what? Let me Google.
2: It's always best anal, best pissing, best squirt and shit like that, isn't it?
1: Well, they also do happen to have like best title, best soundtrack.
0: Best pleasure product manufacturer. Like it's more than just, you know, best hole you shoved it into.
2: Yeah, thank God. Best bodily function, essentially.
1: There's about 17 awards that are announced. Furthest distance on a squirt. <laughs> I w- actually, can that be the Olympics?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Can there be a Porn Olympics? There is, isn't there? Porn Olympics. We're doing it. If somebody... Somebody gets the furthest distance on female ejaculate. Who wins? The person who got them off, or them? And is there a team and a single portion of that event?
1: Team effort: two people from each country.
2: Oh, ooh. wait. Do we mean ej- ejaculate or squirting? Aren't they two separate things? Because squirting's just urine isn't it? It is. However,
0: the method by which the, I mean, here's the thing. It's not just a woman peeing out of excitement. Like there is uh, a manipulation of the G-spot that causes the bladder to rapidly fill and empty. So it's urine, but it's also not just the woman pissed. So it's a very... No, you can't fake it. No, you can't fake that one at all. I I got to the tender age of 29 thinking it was a parlor trick for porn. And then uh, Dominic, wherever you are, thank you. So, out of
1: the 75 AVNs that are given out each year, uh, none are for best costume design. And I'm exceptionally disappointed.
2: See, the little people get screwed again. It's Trump's America.
0: I think we need a union for these people to stand up for their rights, to be recognized for putting clothes on people that we want to see naked.
2: This and the WWE.
1: (laughs) Post this scene, then we see uh, the next pairing we have is Sharon Carter and Nick Fury. So, Miss Marvel.
0: There was like seconds of dialogue before it gets straight into banging. I, I have mean- to say, though,
1: I'm impressed he was able to wear an eye patch during the entire time. I'm actually now I want to bring an eye patch into my sex life. Everybody br- brings in a blindfold. Why not an eye patch?
0: And I mean, instead of, ah, uh, ah, uh, would it be, our like-
2: I wouldn't recommend it because with depth perception, that is a fucking accident waiting to happen. It would fuck with your depth, per- you know? You'd be a dick in the eye.
1: Is that such a bad thing, though? Someone's getting hurt. For myself.
2: Someone's getting hurt. <laughs> what if I like that? No, I'm saying him. He's going to get, like, teeth on his bell end. You ever fucking accidentally slip out and you're whacking the perineum and then it's just, oh, and you break your dick?
0: I will have you know I am delicate with perineums.
2: You ever notice that in loads of porns? You always see guys every now and then, like, why is his ballsack an entirely different color? And it's because... He smashed someone in the perineum and he's had a fucking hernia and his fucking testicles filled up with blood and that's a blood blister. Oh my God. You know how like sometimes they have like a birthmark and it's like a big There ram. is actually,
0: that's called an actual medical condition that urologists, uh, they call it skate punk balls because they have so many skateboarders that come in with like testicular issues. I have never heard of that before.
2: Yeah. I have a segue story as well that I recently had a testicular cancer scare. Oh, my God. And it turns out it's because actually back when I was doing a lot of chemicals and if there was a big burly heckler in the room, I would offer him up on stage and let him kick me in the nuts as hard as he could. And if I could get back up within five seconds, I got to kick him in the nuts. But the thing <laughs> is, uh, it was a Bruce Lee technique that I was able to tuck my testicles up into my over my cock. And you just lean a particular way and the uh, your jeans tighten up and effectively, he kicks nothing but ass. But because I did it so many times, I've loosened that area and sometimes now as an older man with a saggy fucking sack, they slip <laughs> oh up God. there and I can spend an entire day with them up there and not know. And then uh, last year the year before, I went and got it checked out and he's like, no, what? How's this happened? And then I was like, wow, well, I used to. And they were like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that.
0: <laughs> I used to recreationally have people kick me in the most sensitive area of my body, but what's wrong with that, Doc?
2: Yeah, for me, it wasn't a sex thing. It was basically a way of taking out the biggest guy in the room. <laughs> Oh, my God. Toxic masculinity, ladies. Toxic masculinity. I
0: feel like you should reverse that and just tell any woman, look, you can heckle me, interrupt me, whatever you want, as long as after you're done giving me a blowjob, my mind is so blown that I can't talk for the next five minutes. (laughs) And then you get the stage, ma'am. See, it will get you thrown out of every act you do it in, or it'll get the woman to shut the fuck up. (laughs) I can get away with saying these things because I'm a girl. Avengers. Avengers.
1: We had a couple... Other scenes, and and that's the thing with this. I, ah, what's really frustrating is I want to talk about the dialogue and/or what happens between the (sighs) sex scenes,
0: but really, I mean, five lines in each thing, like.
1: So for example, in order for the Scarlet Witch to fuck Miss Marvel, there's maybe about five lines of dialogues and then they start finger banging, you know? Like, and
0: I think the thing that started them finger banging was, can you read my mind? What do you say? It's like, it was a very, like, there was nothing to propel that forward. And I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about two sexy women doing sexy things together, but it's also like, dude, you had material to work with.
1: I almost r- rather go into the next scene because then we at least have something interesting to talk about. We have China and who is
0: playing She Hulk. She Hulk. And then we have Thor. I have so many questions about this scene.
1: How do you guys feel about this?
2: Okay. Yes. Also, I think in that scene, what is so sad, what you can obviously tell is China was on to play She Hulk. In the MCU. Really? She was signed. She had that gig, yeah. I think she was also offered Wonder Woman. Oh,
0: my God. At the
2: peak of her fucking fame. And then she left the WWE and and then then everything, you know, and then she fucking got high and then that porn video came out and everything just went... Horribly wrong.
0: And then as happens with so many wrestlers, they die young because they're really horribly abused by the WWE. But that's another story for another day.
1: I do know that she played She-Hulk in another porn.
2: Anyway, China had everything and was at the WWE. But then she asked, she basically wanted the same money The Rock and Triple H were making and only wanted to wrestle them and didn't want to wrestle other women. And they were like, come on. Then, then after Playboy shoot, it all kind of went to a head a bit, and then mm. she left, and then everything that looked like it was lined up went away. So while you see her in this porn being painted green, there's just a certain sadness there. Of there was all this what if going on, and then just during that sex scene, all, I don't know. It just it sounds. I didn't watch all of it because it was just it was a bit too sad, and I think anyone resemb- you know with any level of empathy can usually tell the difference of like. Oh, this person isn't happy to be here at all.
0: Yeah. Like, this is something we discussed a bit before we started recording. Like, you can tell when someone's enjoy. like, there are, quote, good pains in sex. Like, that's a little too deep. I'm going to take this hard because, you know, like, you could have uncomfortable pleasure, if that makes sense, you know, within consensual sex. This person looked like they were consenting, but bored shitless. Like, China did not look like she was like, yeah, if I wasn't getting paid for this, I'd totally hop into bed for this one. I think she was thinking, God, there is green makeup on my crotch of my superhero uniform. Why am I here? Why am I here? Oh, my God.
2: No, weirdly, if you watch the deleted scenes in the making of... (laughs) Which I did. (laughs) One of us did his research for your fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch disc two... That's the bit she likes and what is so weird is as she's being made up because you can obviously tell, you know, she had dreams of playing She-Hulk.
1: Well, again, she played She-Hulk in another porn.
2: Yes. What's so odd is she's painted from head to toe, right? They do the green makeup on her from head to toe and in the, the makeup scene she's actually quite happy and giggling and laughing and joking but at the same time it's, wait a minute, why have you painted her entire body green and then you don't show any of her body? Am I right? And that she never takes the white thing off.
0: They might have painted it, and then it was an artistic decision to keep the white thing on. Like there might have been arguing about it. But I also wonder if she did not actually look as bored as I think she did, and the green obscured her facial expressions. But like just the sound she was making, like there was. Hold on, I have I have a note that I have. All right, like at one point she says, "Ah, more," and it sounded like the porn version of Jeb Bush saying, "Please clap." Like there was just, there was something. So I'm giving you encouragement. Please keep putting your penis in me. Yes, that's good. Like it was just, it was sad.
2: It was, it was just short of meh more. To quote the comedian,
0: Michelle Wolf, it was fine.
1: I have to say, though, I was pretty happy that they had Brendan Miller for this Avengers as Thor. I mean, I thought he delivered his lines and accent pretty well. I thought, you know, out of most of the acting, him and Lex Steele did the best. Oh, and the guy who played uh, Iron Man.
2: Yes, definitely. Oh, God, his Robert Downey Jr. was flawless. Who knew there was someone in porn that could do Robert? Because I was like, this guy looks nothing like him. And then you hear him do it, and you're going, oh, that's why he's there.
0: The best acting we've seen in porn, we've uh, seen—Evan Stone nails everything we've seen him in. Like, in Ghostbusters, he played the Bill Murray character, and we were dying laughing. Like, we've seen some great stuff. And I I swear, I could be wrong. There was a character playing a non-fucking role in this who—I looked at him, I'm like, was that Walter from The Big Lebowski? That was not him. Okay, all right. I could have just been like, it's been so long since I've seen it. And, like, I just looked at the guy, and I'm like, Walter from The Big Lebowski— Triple X parody.
2: That was such a lovely little window into your friendship in that little micro moment there. Was that Walter from – no, it's not. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a different
0: pr- – like, she already checked.
2: It's not checked. No. Have you had your dinner? Would you like some chamomile tea, Mum? Would you like mom? soup
0: tonight?
1: Oh <laughs> God! So going to the green for a hot second. Actually, two points I want to make. The first being, this was the patchiest makeup application I've ever seen. Oh my seen. God! It and was we bad. have seen some makeup application. We've seen yellow dick on this podcast. That
0: yellow dick held out for a long damn time. Whoa! I'm just, racist. Just whoa,
2: hey, on the, whoa! Hey!
0: Whoa! <laughs> hey! Sir! We watched Simpsons porn, my friend.
2: Oh, Simpsons porn! Nice. Yeah. Yes. Who's that for? Me. Fair enough.
1: And for a former Simpsons animator, so I guess. But they're a family. The children didn't fuck. It was Marge Homer. We had Moe fucking in that one.
0: I was so disappointed that we didn't see Ned Flanders high diddly doodly sing someone. I feel like that was a a lost opportunity.
2: A skididly doodly, yeah.
1: Yvette, you mentioned Ghostbusters porn. So here's the thing. Overall, this ties up with, we have one more sex scene, which... Like we all mentioned, no gangbang. It ends up being uh, Miss Marvel and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And then they end on a cliffhanger. We'll get to that in a second. But my point is this: Axel Braun, we know we he can do better work because he has done multiple parodies. Yeah. He did Ghostbusters Triple X, which we reviewed and we enjoyed oh, we thoroughly. Loved it. Yeah. And now I'm wondering, did we enjoy it because of Axel Braun and his direction? Or was it Evan Stone actually helping acting. guide his hand? Because we watched this and this honestly, look, personally, I wasn't in it for this. And I don't know if it's because I'm just not. Is Evan
0: Stein the cunt with the hair? Yeah, he's got some hair. I don't know if he's the cunt with the hair though. No, I he... see a lot of cunts and a lot of hair.
2: Long curly locks.
0: It's curly-ish, but it's not long.
2: I saw him in a documentary years ago called Hollywood Men. And it was in the 90s. And they were interviewing a lot of Hollywood men. And he goes, I'm going to make the transition from porn to genuine acting. And no one can't tell me what I can't do. And then 20 years later... How'd that work out, Evan? still important.
1: I mean, in his defense, unfortunately, a lot of people get blacklisted because they do porn. There have yep. been a number of people who actually can be decent actors, yeah. but they just never are able to make that transition because of the stigma within the industry still.
0: And I mean, Evan, here's why I look at this and I'm like, he is an artist. Uh, when we were watching Ghostbusters, there's a scene where he is slimed, of course, uh, and he's arguing with, I don't know if it was a director whoever it was, Oh camera yeah, person. it was a director. He's like, no, you have to start the camera rolling and then pour the slime on me. So it looks like the slime is still falling down me as the scene starts. He's, he is dedicated to realism within his craft. And I appreciate that in a professional fucker.
2: Yeah. The thing is weirdly in a professional fucker. I love that a professional fucker. I want to see a professional fucker. I don't want to see acting because then acting takes me out of it.
0: But bad acting takes me out of it.
2: I'm always a bigger fan of the thing of where it's like things like uh, the house. Where they're like, oh, we stuck a bunch of them in a house and then they're all they're going, we get to fuck all day. Woo! That's more appealing to me because then you know. You know everyone wants to be there.
1: Yeah but you know what? We've seen some great acting in porn and great fucking in the same film. You know, it was funny when we were watching SpongeBob knob Nuts, I went on and watched the second film, the sequel to that, which had actually, again, our friend Tommy pistol. And I was laughing my ass off because he was playing Patrick and you could tell he was playing the character of Patrick so well, but I was laughing my ass off. I couldn't stop watching the sex scenes because he was still acting during them. And I oh, was yeah. crying of laughter I mean there are some actors where it's like you just they're so good at delivering their lines
0: they stay in character through the fucking like Tommy played Horat in of course the parody of Borat and he stayed and we've we've issued the Horat challenge to our listeners that if you can say very nice while you're in the midst of coitus with your loved one we want to know the reaction and if you can keep a straight face if everyone in the situation keeps their boner and or lady boner and if you could stay hard when you have a dick and a beautiful woman's uh, mouth Is there
2: a scene in Horrat that replicates when Sasha lets that big fat Turkish bloke sit on his face? N- I don't remember that.
1: Well really we kind of he did a little bit of wrestling with uh the ch- his chocolate lover
0: it was one of the funnier ones that we've seen tommy is great <laughs>
1: he orders an escort from the yellow pages <laughs> and it actually it, yeah it, it i have to say tommy did a great job on oh, that yeah. because again look you can't say wow 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 with like a dick in your a beautiful a beautiful woman's mouth and be serious about it
0: he can that is a thespian if you can bust out borat <laughs> style comedy whilst busting a nut, that is, I'm sorry, that's work. And making
1: an anti-Semitic joke or two, but having it be light and
0: humorous. As a Jew, I approve of this.
2: Isn't it funny that when Borat came out that no one knew that Sasha was Jewish?
0: Yeah. No one except everyone in the UK. <laughs> and
2: they're like, It's called Sasha Baron Cohen. What do you want? Well, we all knew him as Ali G to begin with.
1: So how do we feel about the twist ending on this porn?
0: Oh, yeah. The twist ending was so fucking lame. And I think it it would. I'm sorry. I was waiting for a glowy thing. Like, because that's what every Avengers movie is about, is finding a it. glowy thing. And instead. The
2: Tesseract and the Infinity Stones.
0: Like Captain America should have had like a dildo on the front of his uh, of his vibranium shield, something like that. So here's a
1: twist. Um, So for our audience, so we learned that the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are sending Spider-Man and some others to the Arctic Circle. And what ends up happening is we see uh, a half-frozen Captain America in ice. And, you know, we leave off with that cliffhanger. So first off, bear in mind, there is no Captain America in this Avengers porn. And second off, he is kind of the cliffhanger.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. Like, And this is a thing that I think happens sometimes in bad indie movies, like not bad porn, like porn, but like regular old bad indie movies, is that someone had an idea for what they wanted. Nobody said, all right, here's a way we can punch this up a bit. Uh, and here's how we can make this better for what we're aiming for. And someone was like, I want to end it dramatically on Captain America coming back for the sequel. And no one was like, we should stop you right there, bro. Like, that's what happens with shit like this.
2: Yes. Or they go like, let's do the last thing anyone expects. Like in Dodgeball, to this day, he still complains they didn't let him have his ending. Because the ending is What's his name? Ben Stiller, right? So they have yeah. the big showdown. Have you ever seen Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets down to the final wire, and then they have the next one wins the uh, the sudden death thing, and he throws it at him. It hits him in the side. Roll credits, and he loses. He loses, and that's why in the credits they have him come out and be fat, and he's like, "Oh, we got to make everyone happy." Oh, fatty, fucking lost everything. But a uh, little bit of foreshadowing, guessing, right? Is uh, with the frozen captain uh, America. I bet only one thing can defrost him.
0: Oh. Uh, Semen? I, I, I bet we have up to three. We have three biological incubators we can put him
2: into.
1: I'm not understanding this reference. I, I'm guessing.
0: Oral, anal, and vaginal deer.
1: God damn it. I'm slow.
2: Only one thing can defrost him. He's frozen in ice. His dick pops out of the ice. She blows him and he comes to life.
1: If only.
0: It's like the uh, Sleeping Beauty kiss only, you know, like with, with liquids. <laughs> I, you
1: know what? I would have watched that at least. It would have been more creative. Look, yeah. at the end of the day, I feel that everybody here on the show knows how I feel about Fuller Holes. I'm going to yes. put this up there. That's I'm going to say that. that this is as bad... Um, look, Fuller Holes, if we had seen it in the Leroy originally shot continuity form with the Biatch Boys. Brendan, this was a porn we watched. <laughs> it was a porn version of Fuller House.
2: Yeah. Oh! oh yeah. See, this is where... You, I know you're probably on my side here. This is where like, you began the podcast going, ah, you're wrong, Brendan. Now you're... This is why I said I'm relieved because I think you probably agree with me of, like, stop fucking normalising pedophilia and fucking incest. It's like how people go, like, oh, and I think Game of Thrones has a lot to answer for. Of like, remember when Game of Thrones, like, first started, we are going, it's porn for women. And am going, what are you talking about, incest and rape? What the fuck are ladies thinking about? Like, I don't think that's right. It's mostly horrible, ugly sex in fucking Game of Thrones. But there's, there's pop-up adverts that are just a bit fucking rapey and a bit, how you going? And also, I know some women like to be choked and everything, but also sometimes the choking thing is when you've done so much fucking, you've run out of ideas.
0: (laughs) There's all the reasons. You know what? Everyone's everyone's got their thing. Who am I to judge? I'm
2: not going to judge at all.
0: Please choke (laughs) responsibly. Yeah,
2: but I'm saying all choking, all pissing, all anal, all the fucking time, just... Jesus Christ. What's wrong with all anal all the time? Nothing wrong with it, but a special occasion. I feel
0: personally attacked. Brendan, what are your final thoughts
1: on this porn? (laughs) Uh,
2: Look, I enjoyed watching people play acting at making a movie. And so it was like, hey, we get to make a movie and fuck. Anytime people want to be there, I'm happy. I did not enjoy seeing a woman that we now know wasn't happy and committed suicide. That I fast forwarded through. But- As a guy like me, if you have anything resembling a conscience, this is a pretty guilt-free tug for the most of it. Don't go for China. A guilt-free tug. I like it. Don't go for China. Stay for the Hawkeye.
1: (laughs) I think that's the best we could honestly say of this. It's a guilt-free tug at best, but between the acting, the cinematography, the production values, guys, you could skip over this one. Right, Yvette?
0: I think a question we should throw out to our audience is if you know of a better Avengers parody, Ask Avengers, there has to be another one out there. There are sequels. There are dedicated nerds who like to masturbate who I'm sure could and or have written a better script than this. And I am dying to see it. So let's find this out. Let's do a sequel to this episode at some point.
2: I'll tell you, this is very fitting because Endgame comes out this week as well. I'm so excited to it.
0: Well, I look forward to Endgame.
2: And
1: And on that. Yeah, exactly. Brendan, where can our listeners find you? And do you have any upcoming shows to plug?
2: Brilliant. So the very show that Alice and Yvette uh, mentioned at the top of the show, Mansplaining, it will be my final performance of it at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. There will be newer dates across America coming up at BrendanBurns.net, And you can check out Dumb White Guy free every Wednesday on iTunes and pippa.io where I travel around the world, put up sets where I'm the ethnic minority in the room, and try and interview comedians of different ethnicity, sexuality, and gender to me. And my entire back catalog is also available, which is 14 albums, seven DVDs, one low, low price. I'm sure there's something else I'm supposed to plug, but I fucked it up. Oh, and it's Brendan with an O.
1: Awesome. And uh, we'll have everything in the show notes so you guys can find them. And we have some patrons to thank. Torjborn Kahlstrom, Kyle Washington, Jason Fuller, Craig Elliott, Eno, Rich, Grasvaldi. Andrew Gore, Jeff Peterson, Nick Dorothy, Neil Hallstrom, and many others. If you, by the way, want to support the show, which we would love for you guys to do that and get extra content, just go to patreon.com slash Girls one mike And Yvette, where can our listeners find you?
0: Y'all can find me at the usual places, at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and at facebook.com slash where there are a lot of memes with dick jokes and science. Go find all the things. Alice, where can our listeners find you and the rest of our social medias? I guess they could find us at patreon.com
1: slash Girls one mike or if they go to Girls one mikecom we have links to Jesus. We have like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and a lot of stuff. Uh, you can find me as well at Rational Blonde on Twitter, but we will see you guys next week. Uh, so keep listening to us and I guess we'll keep watching porn. Bye. Bye.